What have I done today? Absolutely nothing. Zilch. Nin. Nada. Nothing. I did do some things. We'll get to that. But bottom line, I woke up this morning. Always makes me think of the Sopranos when I say that. Because that was that song. Woke up this morning. Da, 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 da. So it always makes me think of that. I used to watch that back when there used to be television that seemed to be fun to watch. You know, when when shows had 36 episodes in a season. Not this 10 episode stuff. And you had fall television. And then they would you know, end in June, and then you go into reruns until the era of Beverly Hills 90210, and then that was Fox, you know, and and they would bring out summer television. So, you know, I, I'm a big television radio person. <laughs> Those were my friends growing up. And, you know, I do. I do miss good television. There are some good shows, but still, the 36 things. But anyway, I woke up this morning, and it was time for me to get my son up. And I go in to pick, you know, get to get my son up, and he's lying on the bedroom floor. I don't know why he wasn't in this bed, but he said it was comfortable to lay down on the floor, and I said, okay. And because he has nosebleeds, I put a humidifier in his room. We used to have this golly whopper of a humidifier that was just humongous. And I would fill it up, you know, when he was a baby. Now they're nice, petite, and cute, and have little night lights on them and things like that. So they're, you know, not as much water as used, and they're real nice. But I don't know if that has anything to do with the HEDS or not. But should we just call it heads? Is that easier? Well, then it starts making me think naughty thoughts. Okay, anyway. So... I, I, I said, I need to cross over my son so I can go turn off the humidifier. And I, I was doing so very, very cautiously because, you know, one misstep, who knows what's going to happen. So I get over there and I cut off the humidifier and then it's time for me to mosey on back out the door. And I'm like, son, don't move. I've got to walk over top of you. And I go to take a step, and somehow, I mean, I, I've gone from being able to put my legs behind my head to being afraid to step in too far apart. I mean, really. And I go to step over him, and I do so, but I misstep in such a way that, well, it's, it just, I didn't pull anything, but it jarred me. So my right side, was kind of flopping as I started walking my feet. You know what I mean? And my feet, like I'd take a step and it would plop, plop. And then my left side's already messed up anyway because of that fascial adhesion. And I've got that fascial appointment tomorrow. And, you know, I'm, I'm hoping we can get rid of this daggone knot because it's driving me nuts. I've been working on it myself. But I'm walking down the hall. So my left arm is shorter because it's hunched up, kind of, and I'm, I'm flopping down the hall, and then for whatever reason, and I thought I got good sleep last night, my right eye is just completely shut, I'm walking down the hallway, my husband hears me, because, you know, he's five o'clock every morning, up, bright-eyed, bushy-tailed, he's down there drawing his ruse for the day, and he hears me coming down the hall, 
And then he gets up and looks at me as I'm coming down the steps to go into the laundry room. And he said, oh my God. He said, just turn around and get your ass back in bed. And I said, why? He said, I don't need you to do drinks. I don't need you to take him to school. I've got everything under control. You need to go back to sleep. And as I'm talking to him, I'm sounding, well, what's wrong? I just, I was going to get drinks for a while. And yeah, I got, got, got He said, oh my God, you sound drunk. So I looked like Quasimodo, but with better hair. <laughs> Thanks to my Brazilian blowout. Don't even have to brush it and I can look like I've been put together in the morning. I at least get that, don't I? I mean, I don't have makeup or anything else on. Don't make me walk around looking like Quasimodo with frizzy hair at the same time. I mean, give me a little bit of break. There we go. I just put the string back in the Adidas pants. I was sitting there putting, you know, how that string pops out almost every time. And the, yep, these are my son's pants. So I was doing that while we were talking. Just to, to show you that, you know, you don't have to just sit there and listen. You can do something, you know, so... I'm not taking up too much of your day. So I go back to the bedroom and my husband looks and he says, have you taken your baclofen? You need to take your baclofen. So I take my baclofen. He's like, get, go ahead and get back in the bed. And I'm bound and determined. I'm going to stay up. I've got a schedule. So I sit there and while my son's eating his breakfast and my husband, they're carrying on life without me. I'm like, I'm going to study. So I, I'm trying to read chapter four, lesson seven, and I'm, I'm reading, but I'm kind of going in and out. And then I remember telling my son goodbye, and I thought, my husband's going to come back home because he doesn't have to leave until 845. So I've just got to stay up. Uh, you know, for the next hour, and then I can maybe take a little bit of a nap because I don't have PT till three, and I'll be fine because I don't want my husband, you know, watching me go back to sleep. I mean, he knows I, I sleep. I'm not hiding anything from him. I just I want him to, you know, I want to be able to say goodbye to him, you know, when he's going off to work. So when he takes my son off to school, he's gone for about fifteen minutes. And I did the very best I could to stay up. I, I think I kind of stayed up. And then he came in and he's like, Christy, I think you just, you need to go ahead and take a nap. And so I tried to go ahead and, and lie down a little bit, but I was trying to be able to say goodbye. And then he said, Christy, you need to go to sleep as he's getting ready to leave. Now I have been in and out this whole time, right? So I'm, I still, he's like, you've got to do something about that right eye. It concerns me. And now before, it was smaller. And once I released this fascial adhesion above my brow, my eye immediately popped open. So, and we go back and look at the pictures. Pictures when we first got together, and I just turned to look. The picture of us, <laughs> like y'all can see. But yes, the picture right here on my left, I feel like we're in a gallery. So here we are. Uh, so yes, so the picture on the left in 2007, I'm pregnant and you can see my left, my right eye is fine. My right eye is nice and open. And then as we go through the years, because I was insistent upon doing family pictures, well, I've got like 50 some family photo albums 
that uh, for the Hanchi family, and we don't do anything. Isn't that sad? I've got all of these photo albums. Oh, and let me just tell you, I, I was so new to having a family and so excited, you know, about having a child. My first few pictures up on our wall were like me having the C-section. It wasn't the C-section, but, it, you know, it was like, it was pictures that probably shouldn't have been up on the wall, but now we know why I was single for so long and had no friends. So, I mean, I just probably had inappropriate pictures up on the wall, but I was so proud to have my son. So they were like pictures of him in the delivery room and things like that, but nothing tacky, you know, no blood and guts and things like that. But now that I look back, it probably made for uncomfortable conversation like when the few family members we had it when he while it was first born that would come over until they didn't anymore so I upgraded to portrait pictures and we had Mr. Davenport who took my prom pictures he was the photographer for our prom happened to be the one to do my family pictures love Mr. Davenport so he but he's cost a lot of money because he does these pictures that when you put them in a frame you don't need glass and it's like they're matted on something, and they look really pretty, but they cost a lot of money. So I couldn't afford to keep doing that all the time. But as you go through the house and look at those pictures, you can see how my eye gradually started getting smaller and smaller. So it ended up being a fascial adhesion. So I got rid of that, but now when I get tired, my right eye just shuts. Well, for whatever reason this morning, it did not want to open. I tried like the Dickens. I, you know, it just couldn't do it. And then I was slurring my words. It was like I was inebriated and I had just woken up. So I fell back to sleep. My husband went off and did his job. And then a couple hours later, he came back and I woke up startled before he got home going, what time is it? What time is it? And I'm like, okay, it's 11 o'clock in the morning. And then I heard him come through the door and I got up and he, I said, I, I just woke up. And I said, and he goes, and your eyes still shut. And I said, okay, I, I'm going to go back down. And so I go ahead and lie back down in the bed and I'm trying to go to sleep. And then what's going through my head is that email from Mary Jane. And I'm like, you know, I am going to respond to her. Because she's like, you know, what does that say about you? Your integrity and blah, blah, blah. So I'm going to make sure she knows what I think about myself when I send her back her rebuttal email. I just hate little petty stuff like this. Why can't people just talk? I mean, but but she, she you know, anyway, why, I just... It bothers me, but I'm not. I, I'm, I'm not asking her for money. My husband wants me to send her a bill. That's between the two of them. I'm just, you know, going to let her know I questioned your charges, and then you questioned my integrity. That's all. So I, what kind of person am I? I am an honest person. I'm a loyal, fiercely loyal person until you do me wrong. And I'm bound and determined to do all I can to possibly help somebody if it's in my ability to do so. And I want individuals that should not have 
to be dealing with specialists. I want them to get the same treatment that I have had to pay for so that they don't have to to spend all that daggone money. It's outrageous, the amount of money. The only reason we itemize our taxes, we get any kind of anything, is because there's so much spent in prescriptions and medical care. And, and that's not paying for the insurance. That's for all the specialists that I've had to go to with God complexes. So today, I was thinking I've got to make sure that I'm not letting this stress, you know, just weigh down on me. Yes, Mary Jane's upset me. I'm going to go ahead and respond to her email. I see my fascia person tomorrow and I have to, uh, you know, bow down there kind of and just, you know, God forbid, don't say anything, you know, don't say there's anything wrong with my breathing. Just hope that maybe she can help me get this muscle. And I've already, the uh, is it the strenuous, the, the, oh gosh, I've already forgotten the name of it. But there's a muscle that's your breathing muscle that's around the side, which is where this fascial adhesion is, which is causing a problem with my breathing. So I luckily, like I said, have found somebody that does counter strain and I'm going to see them this week. I'm very excited. And I got to see my physical therapist today and I said, since I'm trying to de-stress myself and realize that I have limitations and I can't always do everything that I want to do, blah, blah, blah. I'm going to go ahead and tell her, I just, I think I can, I don't have to, you know, submit. <laughs> I'm going to have to just, you know, I need to only come here, you know, twice a week. I just don't think I can do it. It's, it really, you know, I, I asked her, have you ever worked with EDS patients? And, you know, just wanting her to know that I'm not a quitter, that, you know, I've got this illness. And she was very kind and she was telling me, yes, she had. And, Fortunately for me, I was one of the worst cases she's ever dealt with. Yay! I, I mean, hey, if I'm going to be the most complex muscle-wise, according to Mary Jane, if I'm going to have the worst fascial problems that anybody's ever seen, and you know, as far as Emmy's concerned, let it be. And now for my, my physical therapist, I'm the worst case she's ever seen. She said, this illness has kind of hit you in ways that I have not seen it hit other people. So if I'm going to be the best at something, go Christy. That's right. <laughs> so she, unlike my last physical therapist, is explaining to me what's happening. Now, Scott Birch just told me I'm a genius. That's why you'll come to me. And I'd see him once a week and said genius, didn't seem to care about the muscle spasms that every exercise put me into, but he wouldn't tell me what it was I was doing. It's postural therapy. And I am doing postural respiration. Now, I did tell you about the test last time, uh, you know, about how to do it. Now, the test is different for every person as well. But I was just informing you about the test so you could get an idea because it helps when you see that you have restrictions, on each side and it helps you understand what's going on and the exercises that I'm well the exercise I did get one more today so I can now say exercises the exercises it's all there's a methodology to all of this and the ones that I'm doing might not necessarily be the ones you're doing but for me 
my left side, which is the side that is my most painful and is the side that has that, uh, I wish I could remember the name of that muscle. I want to say steak and stratius and I've got all these words in my head and I can't think about it. But it's because, you know, I got fussed at because I don't speak properly. But because my left side has the most restrictions, we've got to make my right side engage in a way that the left side will start working. Does that make sense? So that's what we're trying to do. We're trying to get my left side to engage because my right side is more dominant. Now, I've also said this before, that most everybody's right side is stronger because you've got the liver pushing up the diaphragm. Well, on the right side, like I said, I just must be big hearted because your heart is pushing down on your diaphragm. So that's why most individuals already have a weaker left side. But because of all my fascial restrictions, it put me in a position where it was extra hard. That's what she said. I'm sorry. I couldn't wait. I, I, had, I had to do it. But that's what made it extra difficult for me to do the exercises with Scott before. And he was doing postural therapy. So if you can, find someone that does postural therapy. And you know what? Nine times out of ten, it's covered by your insurance. So that's a win right there. That's a win for us right there. And it's not so much that I need a Mary Jane to turn my muscles on because she can't turn much anything else on. No offense. That was rude of me. That was rude of me. She was quite sexy in her day. I'm sure she's quite sexy and her husband George finds her quite now. I just don't like somebody questioning my integrity. So I guess, yes, I guess I'm hitting below the belt. I don't mean to be rude. That was nasty. Slap me silly. Bye, my boom. Very rude of me, Christy. I mean, but come on. You're going to change your prices every day. If you're going to stop my appointment to explain to somebody how to insert staplers and then come back and work on the wrong body part, if you're micromanaging everything, you leave me alone doing an exercise because your husband, George, can't figure out how to do a, a credit refund. You need to, like, loosen the strings a little bit, you know? And your employees, I mean, I had employees coming up and telling me, oh, don't tell Mary Jane I did this. Don't do this. I mean, people are afraid of you, you know, but I still... I digress. I should not have gone there. But anyway, I don't need those muscles turned on. I need them working. So I need to engage them. That's why they kept turning off. And Mary Jane would keep saying, you're my Alzheimer's medication because every time you come in, it's something different. Well, now I understand. My muscles are not staying on because I am not engaging them. It's not a matter of strength. Everybody's like, oh, you need to strengthen. That's what Ebony keeps saying. You need to strengthen. You need to this. No, I don't feel weak. I feel the muscle. I feel the parts not working. Do you understand what I'm saying? Do you? I mean, you sadly are dealing with this just like me. And I wish 
there was something I could do rather than think about this illness 24-7. But when every little thing you do can affect your abilities, you kind of have to always think about it, right? I mean, God forbid you step in the wrong spot. You twist the wrong way. You reach for a pot boiling on the stove and it's not weighted evenly. You know, little things like that. So it's hard not to think about this illness all the time. And I don't sit there and go, oh, wow, 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 poor me, I have this. No, it's like, I've got this. How am I going to fix this? And that's where I want us all to be, on the same page. We've got to find a way to come together to make a difference, to to not be so down on ourselves and try to figure this out and, and maybe laugh a little bit here and there. And I know that each of us have this in, in different ways. I, I got a comment from a woman who, it, it still almost brings me to tears just to even think about it. But she was listening to this podcast while her daughter was near death in the hospital with this illness. And that, wow, that, that's, that's gut-wrenching. When it's your child, my gosh, you know, what in the world do you do? And then to find out today, you know, from my uh, postural therapist, I was Cindy Hartman, and I can't stand it because I'm going, Cindy Hartman, Cindy Hartman, and you have to be as old as me, as old as me, as old as I am, if not older, to get that reference that it's Mary Hartman, Mary Hartman, Mary Hartman, because that was a show that was on that I not. I should not have been watching at my age and it kind of went over my head, but her sister was the girl that played the sister in the show that had Donna Pascal as Angie in it. And she was also on sweat hog. She was also on welcome back Cotta, but Mary Hartman was one of those dark comedies. It was ahead of its time, you know, like Fernwood tonight, like the Martin mall kind of comedy back in the day. And I love mockumentaries. Uh, one of my favorite TV shows, Reno 911. I love, I love things that, uh, like Best in Show, I think that was the name of it, where, you know, people are taking everybody to a dog show, but it's, it's, it's based as a documentary, but it's not, I guess this is Spinal Tap is one as well, right? Uh, but, but yeah, I, I just love mockumentaries. I love things like that. And si this Cindy Hartman, just thought I'd go off there. <laughs> just, <laughs> what shows do you like? So, Mary Hartman is a show that the theme resonates more with me than the show did because I was too young. So, when I see Cindy Hartman, Cindy Hartman, <laughs> she's going to tire of that because I see her three times a week. I went in to see her, and I was all prepared to tell Cindy Hartman, Cindy Hartman, that's it, that 
I, I need to cut back to twice a week. And she was very understanding. And she goes, okay, well, we could do that because I want you to, to be successful. And as she's talking with me and helping me with my breathing, she's actually physically laying her hands on me and touching me. And she's saying, see, I'm, I'm pushing on your ribs and I can already see an improvement. She goes, I'm helping you learn to engage. And she goes, and we're going to get you going. She goes, this is really the neat part. And she's talking with me, talking about these next exercises. She goes, okay, we're going to add the second part to your exercises. And come to find out, I was doing the first exercise wrong. Oh, see, that's why it's, you know. I was I was doing it difficult because trying to breathe should be second nature, right? But it's not. I was misunderstanding a very simple put your feet up on the um wall and keep your legs at a 90 degree angle, put the ball between your legs, and as you breathe in, you want to push in the heels, lightly squeeze the ball. Breathe in through your nose while you're pushing your back flat into the floor. Then as you release through pursed lips, very important, the pursed lips, you relax everything. Well, I didn't realize that you weren't really supposed to relax everything. The trick of the exercise is when you let out your air, through pursed lips. Everything still needs to be engaged from your heels to your knees and to your pelvis pushing into the floor because that's what's going to make your hamstrings work. Well, I couldn't figure it out. I was relaxing this and doing that, and so it was very difficult. So I couldn't get these exercises down right. So I was discouraged, and I wasn't thinking this was going to help me. And then when she helped me figure that out, right, she brought out the balloon. Oh, I've been so waiting for this because when I was seeing Scott Birch, I was just doing exercises from a genius. I wasn't told what they were. So when I started bringing this up to her, she's like, well, you've done postural therapy before. I didn't know it. That's what I'm saying. We have individuals that when they start helping us and they know how desperately we need their daggone help, they don't educate. They don't share with us. And they act like they have, they're better than and make you, it just makes you feel like you need them. That's why I'm going to come up with the program. That's why we're going to figure this out together. And that's why we will succeed. I can't stand people with a God complex. My goodness. He could have told me I was doing postural therapy. Never was. But Cindy, I'll stop. Cindy is kind enough. She's excited about watching my breathing pattern change. She's excited about me learning this and she wants to help me. And she was so excited that she was getting confused. And then she said, hold on, let me read my notes again. And so she was reading, she goes, oh no, I explained it right. But she goes, I didn't, but you explained it and it was different, but we both are understanding the same thing. So you've got it. She goes, just keep doing what you're doing. So she brings out the balloon. I've been waiting for this because Scott always told me I wasn't ready for the balloon. So I was always wanting to know how this balloon works into now what I know is called postural therapy. So now I lie down on the floor and I do my exercises and I, I do the one where you squeeze and engage the hamstrings. I do that for a song. 
right? So I'm not thinking about counting. And now my new exercise, I'm only supposed to do four to five times. You do the breathing in, right, where you engage your hamstrings and everything. But when you blow out, you blow out into the balloon. Well, when I first did it, it just stayed limp. You know, I went, and it barely, it barely moved. So there was no party going to happen with the balloons I was blowing up. And at the same time, because you're trying to get the left side to get engaged, you're reaching up to the sky with your right arm. You're reaching as you blow into the balloon. And then you breathe in through your nose again. And then you go into the balloon, blow into the balloon, and reach up again. And then you do that three times, right? And then you should have a blown-up balloon. Well, my balloon wasn't blowing up. Well, then we kept working on it, and I finally was able to get air into my balloon. And I told her, let's keep my three appointments a week. I said, because I you know, of her schedule, I have to go in in the afternoon for this first, first few appointments, but I'm scheduled through the end of the month, every morning at eight o'clock, because I need to get in first thing in the morning and get it over with. It can't be riding on my head that I've got to go there in the afternoon. And that's when my family is home. So I'd rather go, you know, my family has sacrificed so much and everything for me with this illness, just the less I have to do away from home when they are up is the better for me. So I got everything scheduled and I'm super excited and I can't wait to go back. Now, as we were sharing the appointment, my eyes slowly started going down and it's starting to go down now. And that's a bummer, but I came home, I'm medicated, and I will tell you the one thing I did, I was so excited because where my appointment is, is right next to the Sonic in town, our only Sonic. And I have mentioned before, they have the best soda pop around, the ice, the styrofoam cup, that way it doesn't sweat, and they've got a Route 44 Coke. And that's what I get. So I said, as a way to go, as an extrinsic gift to myself, thank you, chapter four, lesson three. I learned extrinsic and intrinsic, the meanings, because I needed an extrinsic gift, a reward for doing an activity I said, I'll just stop and get me a soda pop after every appointment, and that'll be my 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 treat to myself. Well, I had a take-me-to-the-river kind of moment, because we must mourn together, my friends. That's how we're going to end today. We are in mourning. Why? Because that daggone soda pop was $4.32. $4 dollars and 32 cents. I kid you not. I told my son the last time we went to Sonic, I said, we're not going to be able to keep going back to Sonic because their, you know, their prices are so daggone much. And I said, hold on one second. Chris, I'm almost done recording. If you don't want to be heard singing, love you. Welcome home. So I was like, 
I'm not going to keep going to Sonic. Their prices have gone up so much. But I thought, I've rewarded myself. I can go ahead. Hold on one second. Let me shut the door. We don't have to. I'm just going to go like this. And there we go. Because I guess he just wants to be heard singing. <laughs> oh, here we go. So, I should have done that in the beginning. I thought about it. But I thought, no. Eh, whatever. But hey, life happens. So, after getting that soda for $4.32. I said, this is the last soda pop I'm going to be ever able to get from Sonic because I can't spend $4.32 three times a week. Now, my body will probably thank me for this because I don't need soda pop, right? Oh my gosh, you can hear him through the door. My husband's voice is so daggone loud you can hear him through the door. And he paces back and forth when he's talking. It's just back and forth. I mean, you could be in the same room with him doing an activity and he gets a call and he keeps it on speaker and you're in that phone conversation with him the whole daggone time. I can hear him through the door. Just like my son when he's talking, but he's gaming and he's talking to people. But my husband, he does. He speaks quite loudly. We are a vocal family, the three of us. We all... <laughs> have our moments. But it is with sad and heavy heart that I must say, I can't afford to keep getting a Sonic beverage. $4.32. I can't believe it. Now, I say this, and today is Tuesday, May 2nd. Now, we'll see when I get my next Sonic beverage. But I mean, $4.32, now granted, it is the most incredible. I mean, it's just sheer nectar. Every sip of that soda pop, it's the right consistency to syrup and carbonation. And the ice, the ice is absolutely incredible. And then the fact that it comes in a styrofoam cup and it doesn't sweat and you can just, ah, it is the most incredible beverage ever. And now it is time for me to give it up. I mean, I know prices have gone up. Gas has gone up. Everything's gone up. But it's more than doubled in price. $4.32 for 44 ounces of soda pop. And then you got the cup and then the ice. But I mean, really? So that just totally baffles my minds to high, my minds. <laughs> my mind to high heavens. How in the world can it go up so much? So there you have it, my friends. We will end on that note. Today, I was able to blow into the balloon. And because... My husband doesn't seem to be able to get any quiet. That's the <laughs> any quieter. That's the last blowing for today I'll be doing. Wink, wink. And you know, I'm winking my right eye because it's still limp and it's still not opening up for whatever reason. But neither here nor there. I've got my new postural exercises from Cindy Hartman, Cindy Hartman. And I'm really grateful for that. And I'm grateful that you've been here to share every episode with me and to learn with me because as I said, we're learning together and we're going to make things happen 
And did you do your three things today? I like to think I got a few things accomplished. Do your AWOL zebra agenda. If you can't do it all the way, it's okay. Roll it over till tomorrow. Do what you can. But just know that you got a friend on the other end. Thank you so much for taking the time to listen to me today. Christy Lynn Hanchi, AWOL Zebra. Have a lovely day.